I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I don't know, George Harrison, my sweet lord, was in my head Coming up to the recording, the introduction of this week's podcast Episode 47, who knew that we could get here? It's unbelievable Recording this on a Tuesday, and it's a bloody gloomy Tuesday Because we're still in January, yep January, January, January. Fuck, I suppose it's coming to an end now. All the, the New Year shenanigans are all over and we're all getting over the 2020. I saw my first 20 regged car the other day. With all those people with money with their brand new cars. Woo! A blue Jaguar SUV with black alloys and mm, some black rims as well. It was kind of sexy. But good to be back, good to be chatting to all you people. Thank you for all the messages, for everybody who enjoyed last week, the wonderful Ali O'Rourke. It was great crack. And um, yeah, go check that episode out so you can find out about the show that she does, Token Straight, that she runs in Dublin from time to time. Um, And uh, yeah, and follow her on her Instagram, Ali.O'Rourke, so you can find out all the goings on following her doing her stand-up comedy where she's doing it all around the globe the news this weekend ladies and gentlemen i will be at the world famous international comedy club which i feel like i haven't been i haven't done a weekend there in i think i was looking at the at the calendar there it's it's been a while it's been a while i think it was last summer was the last time i was in there so it'll be good to be back and um yeah, really looking forward to it. Maurice Gahan is on, Damo Clark is on, so it's going to be great crack, as per usual, running from Thursday through to Sunday. So that's this coming Thursday, the 23rd of January, straight through to the Saturday. And I might be on the Sunday as well. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, looking forward to getting back uh, on the getting back to the international it's always great crack down there um and give us a shout if you're going in and yeah last time i was in there i remember a few a few instagram followers came up to me and started uh, arguing about the egg salad situation <laughs> so yeah the controversy that caused if you remember i think it was over the christmas holidays we got embroiled in on instagram stories in a in a conversation a debate whether people are for or against the egg salad sandwich and now I just have people coming up to me in the street or coming up to me in comedy clubs and kind of going, no, the fucking egg salad, it's wrong, it's wrong. People are passionate. I mean, there's there's a bloody general election going on, but let me tell you, people won't come up and talk to me about that, they'll talk to me about the egg salad sandwich. That's what's going on in Ireland, ladies and gentlemen. The general election is coming up February. They're going to vote um, for new uh, for the new members of, of Parliament um, in English terminology, but for new members of the Dáil in Ireland. And, um, yeah, the posters have gone up everywhere. And it's cast that people are still doing that, if you ask me, to be honest with you. They put posters up all over the place. Vote Mary Lou, number one, is all around my area. And all these horrendously photoshopped photos. Oh, my God. Mary Lou, you haven't looked that good in 15 years. (laughs) I love you. I'm not messing with you. Sorry. Don't kill me. Um, I should be careful what I'm saying. Jeez, with other people getting in trouble on podcasts this week. Woo! Yeah. Former, uh, well, suspended Sinn Féin counsellors and all that kind of crack going on. Anyway. We won't talk politics because we're not on Hello Steve-O podcast to talk fucking politics. Are you joking me? Not at all. This is here for 
uh, alleviment. Alleve? To alleve? Is alleviement a word? I don't know. But I'm here to alleve your January blues and your shitty working week and your commute to work, wherever in the world you may be. I'm here to just give you a little, a little, a little tickle under the chin, like a, you're you're the little golden Labrador, and I'm just giving you a little. Good, good, look here, feet, you hear that? Oh, good doggy. That's what you are. You're good doggy. <laughs> this got weird very quickly. What else is going on in the world? I've, I've, I mean, I've had a good week. Uh, last week was a super good week, and uh, I think in the in the coming up recording of podcasts that you're going to hear, which which is the wonderful Jenna is back again. I think you're going to hear. Like, I think I was hungover badly on Monday, and I know you guys are going to go, "Oh, Steve, you always talk about when you're hungover, like it's a, it's a once off." But genuinely, we went to my brother's house. My brother, congratulations to him and his family. They got their first. They bought their first family home. I mean, we all say about bought, but I mean, it's just you got a mortgage, really. <laughs> Sorry, but um, we went out and it was lovely. It was, I mean, he's moved back out to an area now that we grew up in for a few years that, to be honest with you, you couldn't pay me to live there. I think it's just my emotional connection to the place. That's what it is. But anyway, we went out and he's got a lovely house out there. I'm delighted for him and his wife and his daughter. And we had a fantastic afternoon. It's great when my extended family gets together because um, it's generally a bit of crack and we just eat and drink. And um, everybody in our family is into food, my mum being Argentinian, and um, I mean, I've worked in the food industry down the years, my brother has as well, and my sister, actually, yeah, all three of us have been involved in the industry at various points. My father runs a, a restaurant himself, so we all like a bit of grub and a drink, and uh, and my brother's wife, which is my sister-in-law, which I probably should just say sister-in-law, um, is mad into her food stuff as well, so they always put on, like, any time there's a family getting together, it's always a great spread which is what you wouldn't get in Portugal at Christmas, but I can't say that out loud. Ha, 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 ha. Remember from previous episodes. But it's always a great spread when there's a family, a Mullen family get-together. So they had all sorts of lovely, like the, what, aperitif, I'm forgetting all the um, the terminology now. Aperitifs are the drinks that you have before the meal, but the, anyway, the little, like, cured meats and cheeses and hams and stuff that were out beforehand were, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And she put like my sister in law put out loads, and she was like, "Will I put out? Um, will we put? Will I put out any more food? This is before the main meal." And everyone's like, "Yeah, we did all that again, and we do. We stuffed our faces, and we had all the main meal as well." Uh, and but that the weird thing is like they're not into desserts. They said it was gas because in my head I said, "Well, some well, we're going to have to go." I was thinking to myself. Uh, that I'll go down to Spar to get a Vianetta because you, you have to, it's Sunday afternoon you can't not be having dessert at the end of all this and as I was thinking that my dad was walking out the door going, I'll get a Vianetta and a Romantica <laughs> they're such 90s ice creams but fuck it, it's great and anyway, over the course of the meal we all brought a bottle of wine or two you know, welcome to the house and all that kind of stuff and um, I'd say I drank I just felt I'd had a really good working week last week. Like, I was very structured. I was very disciplined. I got loads of writing done for all the, the various projects that I committed to doing. And uh, I was just, I had a real sense of achievement. So, uh, and I even worked on the Saturday as well. Um, and I went for a huge hike on on, on uh, Saturday, which actually I just realized I haven't told you guys about, but I'll tell you all about that. Um, and so I went for a big 12k hike on the Saturday after having done some work. Sunday, I ran to football and played the football. And so by the time we got to the Sunday afternoon where we're having the meal with all the family, I thought, like, sure, I can let, let the hair down, you know? I mean, I've worked hard this week. I've earned it. So I thought I'd have myself a few glasses. My dad was driving us home and all that. My brother has a PlayStation. I tried to play the new FIFA. I was shocking at it. And uh, Liverpool were playing on the team. Liverpool were playing Manchester United. So I was like, grand, I'll have a few drinks here. And uh, just let the hair down. Like, I didn't have to look after my daughter or anything. Like, they're running around. They're happy. All the girls up the table. Why not? I had, and I say let the hair down. I had probably three glasses of wine with the food. Uh, There was Prosecco to start with. And then afterwards, uh, my sister-in-law had a lovely sherry. And I was going to go have a whiskey as well, because my brother has nice whiskeys as well. But then I was like, "Ah, I think I'm full here. But I think that's all I had. Well, fuck me, lads. Monday's hangover. I, I, I lost the will to live. Maybe it was a combination of that and that on the Sunday evening, my daughter got an earache and the poor thing was screaming. So none of us got a lot of sleep that night. But fuck me. Uh, all day, yesterday, all day Monday, I was just like the height of depression. I don't know. I, I don't know if... Um, 
Yeah, I don't know if it's a combination of part of me being very disciplined is like I got back on the intermittent fasting. So I like I've done it for a week now where I just eat between the hours of 10 a.m. and 6 p.m., which is grand. It's fine. You still get you get your three meals in, but there's no picking at any stuff before going to bed or no toast or no, you know, chocolates, but no nibbling outside of those hours. You just eat between those hours and it's 16 hours of fasting. So 6 p.m. till 10 a.m. the next morning, which obviously includes all your hours of sleep. So it's genuinely it's not that bad. Um, I don't find it that bad anyway. and uh, But maybe because my body, the last thing that I'd had was a couple of drinks and I had gone into fast mode, my body gone into fasting mode the next until the next Monday morning, that maybe I, uh, my body was a bit emptier or something and I couldn't, I wasn't metabolizing the alcohol as well so I had a hangover or something. But Jesus, yesterday I felt awful. And my girlfriend is saying maybe because I made all the changes with the fasting and it's winter and oops, excuse me, and I'm working hard at my therapy as well that all the changes are going on that maybe that's why I felt a bit down. But I don't know, it was fucking, it was pretty bad. Like <laughs> I feel like a wussy. Do you remember that word? I feel like a right wussy saying that. Um, but yeah, it was pretty fucking rough. Maybe it was the combination. I don't know if you have any suggestions. The combination of Prosecco to Sherry to wine. Maybe that was it. I don't know. But anyway, I'm just going to take a quick slurp of my Barry's Berry Tea. Barry's, will you sponsor me? I like to put a drop of honey in there as well, just to sweeten her up. So that was my Monday anyway, and this week has definitely been a bit tougher. Last week was great. This week has definitely been tougher. But what are you going to do? I had a fantastic experience on the Saturday. I didn't Instagram about it or talk about it publicly or anything like that because it was one of those things that I just did and um, was very happy to do it. But you'll remember from one of the very early episodes of Hello Steve-O podcast that the poet Jeff was on. Uh, So he's a great friend of mine and uh, we met up for a a coffee during the week and just a chat and um, he invited me to this hike up in Glen Dalock in County Wicklow. Now, if you're not from Ireland, you should Google County Wicklow Glen Dalock. Um, that's going to be spelled weird if you're in England. So it's G L E N D A Glen Da, and then Lock is this is all one word. Lock is L O U G H G L E N D A L O U G H. I think that's how it's spelled. Anyway. Glendalock County Wicklow. Just uh, the reason I'm saying Google it is because you will see the photos of it. It's absolutely stunning. It's beautiful. Wicklow is called the Garden of Ireland, and uh, we went for a hike up or, uh, around the lake, the lock, um, up in the mountains, um, and it was just amazing. But the reason I went to this particular one, not just because Jeff invited me to a hike, but they've started this thing. Mazer, the fantastic contemporary Irish artist, a lot of you will know his street art from around Dublin, from around the world. He had a big exhibition in New York not that long ago. Uh, Mazer organized the Dublin Boys Club. Now I know there's a lot of people that are straight away going to go, oh my God, is this a men's rights activist? No, it's not. Shut up. But it is a really positive thing to do with getting men together to do something positive that doesn't involve alcohol and doesn't involve, you know, having the crack or the male banter. Like, that was one of the rules on the walk was that there's no banter. And it was great because it makes you be honest. No banter meant no taking the piss out of people and no taking the piss out of the situation. And he also encouraged everybody that when you're talking that you talk in terms of I, so that you're being honest about where you're coming from. I this, I that, not we, or not you, it's I. So I went down, uh, uh, Jeff drove us down, we were, like, we left at, like, 8 o'clock on Saturday morning, drove down, and um, it was a brilliant uh, experience. There was about 30 other men there, and men from all walks of life, from um, from all parts of the world, um, and just men just looking there to be there to connect and I had great conversations with people and the whole idea being that when you're on a hike, it kind of encourages you to talk a bit more. And we did about 12K. So we were gone for a few hours. We stopped and had a break and um, it was absolutely fantastic and it was a really brilliant thing. So if there's any men out there in, in Dublin who are looking to connect um, with uh, men in a in a positive way and the reason why it's a, it's, a, it's a male thing is because, you know, as he said, like, of course we love the company of women but there's something that we as men... There's a masculinity thing in there. There's a brotherhood in there that we need to get better at bonding with and bonding with in a, in a positive way, you know? 
because we're not very good at doing that and I'm not very good at doing that I know I'm not very good at socializing but um it was it was a really good experience for me to be able to go somewhere where you're surrounded by like-minded people but you're able to talk openly and honestly and you're getting a bit of exercise and man the fresh air and the views and the sights were absolutely stunning stunning like I've been up there a few times obviously I know what it's like but every time you're up there your breath is literally taken away and of course, I was the only one to fall over and slip on my arse on the ice and have a big dirty bum bum all the walk down. But hey, that's okay. I'm the comedian. <laughs> so it was great. If you follow Mazer on Instagram, M-A-S-E-R, um, he's posted a lot about it and the other types of retreats are going to be meditative retreat, retreats and um, other different bits and pieces like that. But anyway, if you're a man out there who's looking for a bit of brotherhood and positive connection... Um, this is a good place to look into the Dublin Boys Club. Um, and yeah, that is it really. We've got a fantastic podcast ahead of uh, ahead of us. I got uh, went back over to Jenna's gaff to have some crack and some laws. And we, as per usual, cover all sorts, all sorts of topics. It was great to be back with Jenna again because it's just been busy and lots of people asking me to be on the podcast and stuff like that. And um, Jenna and I didn't get back to having our, our crack and general banter. So we have another fantastic episode here for you guys to keep your January going. Thanks for all your lovely messages. Keep in touch with me on Instagram at HelloStevo, on Twitter at HelloStevo, on Facebook, Stephen Mullen Comedy. And yes, I'm at the International Comedy Club all this weekend and I am touring. I've just got no, uh, I am touring, but one of the dates, I know Limerick is happening and I think Port Leash is happening is the, is the latest I've heard the other day. But we're still putting together the dates for more of a spring, a spring tour. I'm also going to be supporting the fantastic Joanne McNally on tour on various parts of the country. So Galway, I'm coming back to you. I know that. And Dundalk, I think. And where else? I can't remember. But anyway, let's get back to the show. This is episode 47, the wonderful, my good pal. It's Jenna Logan. You could change your guilty animals. You don't have a fat voice, would you say? That, I mean, oh, I don't even know what kind of voice that is. Yeah. Hi, Austrian? That's terrible. I shouldn't have said that. What did you say? Austrian. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Those big fatties who keep all those kids in their basement. Oh, that they that's, out did you watch that documentary, years? the Fritzl documentary on Netflix? No, I, I didn't want to watch that. I, I watched it on my own, stupidly, oh my God. on a Sunday afternoon in London years ago. And my housemate came home at about like four o'clock in the afternoon. I was coming to the end of it. And like the door just opened. And I was like, don't fucking do that. You know? <laughs> I was freaked. Because you, like, were, you were scared you? that an older Austrian man yeah. was going to kidnap you and put it you just, in the basement. It was just, my apartment was so quiet. And I was just like, holy fuck, anything oh can happen. Oh, my God. It's, it's so creepy. What a way to start the podcast. Are we on? Yes. Oh, and we're live. <laughs> it's Saturday it's, Night Live. It's uh, Hello, Steve-O podcast with the Fritzel episode. Oh. And fat Austrian. The reason the reason I said fat Austrians is I had been to Vienna once for the old Christmas markets. And at the time, it's only five years ago, they're all still smoking in the restaurants and the cafes and all that stuff. Five years ago? Yeah. That's crazy. And I asked my Austrian friend and she was like, yeah, it's, it's illegal, but me. Oh, but uh, we're Austrians. We do what we want. And we they, put people in the basement. We smoke yeah, in the restaurants. It was, and we just have big fat voices. It was like they all, they all, it's like everybody smoked and uh, they're like a lot of cream. So anyway. Well, I've got that in common with them. God love them. <laughs> God love them. God love you, Austrians. We are under under pressure in this particular episode, ladies and gentlemen, because dun, 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 dun. the phyllo pastry is in the oven. If you choose to accept this phyllo pastry. So we have uh, yeah. got the stopwatch on. Yes, exactly. So I'm making a phyllo crusted... That sounds gross. Filo <laughs> pastry and crust. I was going to say, but you said, yeah, I love that you love the cream as well. But I was like, oh, we're better than that. Anyway, no, we're so. actually not. With some of the jokes we've made on this show, Stephen, yeah. we've proven time and again, we are not better than that. That is true. Uh, anyway, there is no cream okay. in my filo pastry, pastry crusted buckwheat mushroom sauerkraut casserole. Wow. Because that sounds like January kind of fun, doesn't it? 
in what way is the buckwheat coming in it? Have you just left it? Like, because sometimes people like to toast the buckwheat, or is oh, it just? Oh, look at you knowing things. Yeah, sorry. Wow, that's no, from my true. chefing days. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, it's very true. Uh, I did not toast the buckwheat. I do regret that oat groats, as I believe they are also known. Okay. Uh, no, I didn't toast them. I um, I sautéed them with veg and mm. then a little stock until it all they, reduced. Yeah, they turn kind of grainy then. Don't, like, yeah. Not grainy. They turn um. Well, like barley, if it's in soup. Kind exactly, of thing. but it's yes. a little bit more defined. Yes. It doesn't get like glutinous mm, or whatever. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I'm having a, a vegan y sort of January. Oh. <laughs> not because, really? not because right. of diets or any of that, but only because, as we discussed maybe on the last podcast, it's been a long time since I've seen it. It feels season. like that, yeah. Yeah, it's been last year. Woo. Uh, woo. Um, I'm no longer buying books. And my weakness has always been cookbooks. Okay. So this is the year I do not buy any more new books. And what I do is I now interrogate my existing collection. Isn't right. Isn't that a great way of putting it? That is brilliant. Yeah, yeah, you're so far ahead of me there. That's a generational. No, yeah. I'll generational. Get... No. Oh, thank you, Stephen. Un- <laughs> Uncle that's, Jenna. That is There's so... a gender fluid. I, Uncle Jenna. Just burr. Gender fluid. Jesus Uncle Christ. Jenna. What, what am I saying? Because I was. <laughs> Maybe there are some truths about myself in 2020 that are now burbling to the surface. Because I was looking at my bookshelf the other day and ordering books. And at no point did I go. What you just thought there is a good idea. I'm not going to buy another book until I've interrogated my collection. There you go. Now, I am unfortunately, I think there's probably, what I'm afraid of in most of my collection is probably that it's going to be too, too much shite in there. Sorry, I'm laughing, folks, as <laughs> Jenna is little... what looks like picking, oh my God, picking like, seaweed out of a fucking teapot. This teapot <laughs> is like vomiting the biggest tea leaves you've ever seen. They are seen. huge tea leaves, oh my and God. it's splattered out on the coffee table. It's actually the... like, this is some South Korean horror right here. Like, yeah. oh no, it's the host I thought you something. said whore there. Oh no, like, no, no. I, no. I wouldn't know. You know what? I don't care where the whore is from. She's, <laughs> yeah. always, she's always welcome she's at my tea party she's a hoe in my teapot i say there we um, go well it looks beautiful tea the beautiful teapot is out again but uh yes so i was thinking that i think that literally this week looking at my bookshelf and going i need to do i need to need a bit of a clean out there but there's so much junk in there that well yeah. I, mean, I think you've got higher you've got higher taste is that is that a, a term? i mean you have you have a two-part process ahead of you Stephen. okay let me just break it down for you let me marie condo your ass <laughs> So what we need to do here for you, Stephen, is okay. Sorry, is explain who Marie Kondo is. <laughs> no, you're you're not serious. Okay, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't oh think. Oh my I, God, I Stephen, don't think how are you part of the cultural zeitgeist if you don't know am who I? Marie Kondo? You're like, am I? <laughs> yeah. Shit, when did that happen? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're not part of it. Yeah, um, exactly. No, no, no. So you need to a call. You have to get the books out you don't want. Right. You're like, this book is crap. I'll never read it out of my life. Uh-huh. And then you have to look at what you have left and say, okay, these are some good books. I need to get on it. Is this I, the one, the Japanese woman? Yeah, the Japanese lady. Oh, so I do but know But she's who about is. sparking joy and Is her name Marie Zeitgeist? Marie Kondo. Oh, Marie Kondo. Yeah, no, not Marie Zeitgeist. No, no. Although many would say. I don't know what say, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Words, words, words. Austrians. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the Japanese woman who says if you hold on to something and I should watch the show yeah 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 no you should it's actually there's some pretty moving episodes there is pretty moving episodes and yeah. like the fam what the families go through I did watch one, one family and like oh my god the amount of stuff yeah. that we have that's such a, a reflection of our we're going deep of our society and we're five minutes and we're in, in people it's so true I moved I, never, I remember moving a house once and I had 12 pairs of football boots Oh my god! But yeah, it's just. I, I, I mean, w- fo- what's a football boot? I don't even know what that for, is for playing soccer. What they would call in the US. Oh, but like, right. I why I I just got sentimental about ones I might have scored a goal in or blah blah blah. Wow! And like, I literally had a pair from when I was twelve. I mean, I fucking threw out my bowling trophies when I was about seventeen. I didn't hold on to any <laughs> sentimental associations. That's hard because I have a load of medals that I won in secondary school in hurling and Gaelic football. Mm. I don't have any of them, and I feel bad about it. Do you? Yeah. What would you have done with them? Yeah, that's true. What do you ever do with them? I yeah. mean, all you do is like some weird art project, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're gonna pass those on to your daughter and no. be like, no. "Well, when I was a boy, yeah. I won all this crap. Now yeah. it's yours, and it's your crap." And no one remembers. 
remembers it. And the only yeah. the only way people do remember is if I tell them. Yeah, exactly. So let's get it out on the airwaves. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, well, interrogate your books. So you did. I didn't realize you won some bowling trophies. Sorry. How did I not tell you this in the initial podcast yeah, I knew where you I were, told maybe, you about my trashy childhood? Yeah, I'm, no, I remember you t- You were into bowling, right? But I didn't know that you were good. good. I oh, knew no. you were good at Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, Miss Pac-Man. Yeah. Too bad they didn't give trophies for that. Yeah. I would have hung on to those. Yeah. I was proud. Um, no, the bowling was one, more one of those, like, you know, you were on the league, so you get a trophy. Oh, yeah, yeah we yeah. were all kids, so but no one's competing here. Yeah, exactly. Kind of so we all got a trophy. I, I wouldn't have taken it, let alone throw it out. Jenna. Well, I mean, come on. I was like, what nine? I was oh. like, trophy? Hell yes, thank you. So what did you? How many? So did you clean out? Have you already done a clean out of your book collection? Yeah, I have done a clean out, and sadly, there's still quite a few up there. Or should I say, happily? And um. Yeah, so this is just the year I'm going to I'm going to hunker down with the existing cookbooks and I'm going to cook out of them and there's not going to be anything else. Oh, so it's just cookbooks. Yeah, no, I can't go online. That's the other one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if I if I get a hanker in for something, I can't be like, "Oh, I'll just punch in ingredients online and up comes recipe." It's yeah. like, "No." I have to think about it. Where would that be in my book collection? Yes, yes. So, got to do the things. So, fiction and all that kind of stuff is not Also a- included. Oh, so they are getting a clean out as well. Yeah, they're getting a clean out. And then I will only go to the library should I require fiction. Or the partner's sister gave me a bunch of books she was going to give to Oxfam. And I'm like, fine, I will take them. I'm the new Oxfam. Right. So <laughs> we can we can trade books or you can give books, but you can't buy books. So that's the rule, Jenna. She said, speaking in third person. Weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> So what have you been reading over Christmas? Because I've actually, I got mad into the books over the Christmas. I do. Well, I've read, uh, what have we been I think in the last month I've read at least five. Daughter's books don't count now. No, five five (laughs) ballet books, no. I've read, um, I've nearly completed the whole works of, of Kevin Barry. And, um. And he's a humorist. No. Oh, who is he? He's a novelist. He is, is he? yeah, yeah. He did, he's got two short story collections. One's called Dark Lies the Island, which they actually made a film uh, of last year. Okay. And then the other one is uh, the other short story collection is called There Are Little Kingdoms. He wrote he got, won awards for um, City of Bohan, and I think that was 2015 or seven Jesus. or something. And then uh, Night Boat to Tangier, which oh, he just brought out. Yes, I I've read, heard of that. I read okay. that. On the, uh, read that. I got man. I got stuck into that. I read that in two days or something. I was like, Shoo. was um, it good? I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a little bit of a. Some sometimes a book is like a moment in time, as opposed to you're following an arc of a story and things happen and all mm, that kind of yeah. stuff. It felt much more like that. Okay. It felt more of a, a moment in time slash nostalgic kind yeah. of. The, the characters were quite nostalgic about lives past and you think something is going to happen and the early chapters make it think that you're following a narrative of uh, of a plot of what's going to happen but actually it's not the whole thing is a is a is a moment in time kind of a book I thought okay. um yeah I, I did enjoy it yeah mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to I bought his last uh, the last one I have to read of his is um called Beetle Bone which is a, a fictional story about John Lennon who bought, uh, John Lennon of the Beatles, who bought an island off the west coast of Mayo. Off the west coast. I mean, there is no other coast of Mayo. but <laughs> Stretching from coast to coast. <laughs> of, of, of Mayo, yeah. which is true. John Lennon did actually buy an island off Mayo. Did but, he? And, he, and he, he did try to visit it once, and he never did anything with it or whatever. That. He had some grand ideas once when he was bored, and when he was 27, he bought... And, uh, yeah, and don't we all have grand ideas? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, but I really, I really enjoyed. But like, because uh, I have been doing a lot of short story writing as well over the last while. But um, he, he says Kevin Barry says another piece. You got to read broadly. So you're going to give me some tips now on what you've been reading. Oh Jenna. my god! Because <laughs> usually it's moments like this where people are like, "So Jenna, what are you reading? Looking for like, oh, this will be good. She'll knock it out of the park." And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, so the Hercule." Poirot reboot franchise. Yeah, I'm reading that because I've got nothing better to do with my time. So, as you know, I love Agatha Christie. Yes. And I love cozy crime. Yes. Agatha, of course, has been dead these Murder, many years. Murder, she wrote. Did you love that show? No, I hated that oh, show. That's not my <laughs> Yeah. Stephen, pipe down. I'm telling a story. I'm painting a picture with words. Sorry. <clears throat> anyway, I know. Actually, you'll probably get a lot of outrage comments now. What do you mean she didn't like Murder, she wrote? That was TV golden 
My mom a, loved. My mom's people still love is it. I don't obsessed. Know, I just never got into it. Anyway, um, why was she there with all these murders happening all every episode? Anyway, I know, but isn't that also the case? Like generally, midsummer murders. What's yes. with this town? Yeah, and even Valander, Wallander, or Valander, however yes. you say, Valanda. Uh, why is his, why is his little town always overrun with murder? I know. Anyway. But uh, yeah, so it's just so these um, are not Agatha Christie. This no, is, it's like she. This woman's been licensed by the Christie estate. She's got an official permission to to um, carry on. Agatha yeah, Christie resurrect books. this character. That's and, crazy. Yeah, that's I mean, a crazy they, idea, isn't but it? But they do it all the time. Oh, really? Okay. They've done it with Bond. They've, okay. They've done it with Jeeves and Wooster. Right. I mean, I'm pretty much any kind of serial characters from the past. If the person who wrote them has died, they've probably been picked up by somebody. Because the money keeps rolling in. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the yeah. estate's still alive and they own copyright. So they're right. just saying, yeah, go ahead. We'll, yeah. We, we pick you because yeah. the standard will be maintained yeah. and go with it. So. so does Agatha's Christie's name go on the book? Yeah. or Right. Yeah. And does it say inside who actually wrote it? No, who? she's the woman who wrote it is on the cover. Right. But it's like Agatha Christie's Hercule Poirot by Sophie Hannah. Or, wow. Yeah. So anyway, so this, I'd say it's a pretty sweet gig. Yeah. She's on her third book now. Do I think they're good? Not particularly. <laughs> uh, Are you on the third book of them? <laughs> yeah. And I'm I'm like, I didn't even enjoy the first one. But you wow. know, you just get And you into, finish them? Yeah, of course. Right. I just get into a thing. And then it's like you're watching something crappy on Netflix. And you're like, this is so bad. I'll finish it eight hours later. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. My I'll, life is... When empty. you should have gone to bed. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm reading that crap. Don't read that. You're not going to do yourself any favors. But let's not talk about books. Let's talk about our old friend Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Dun dun. Oh yeah. What is that? Netflix. Dun dun. Isn't that? What oh it yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Boom boom. Dun dun. When you know again, it's four in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Go to bed. You're still supposed to be asleep. Yeah, exactly. It's I like, did it recently with. Uh, we were just talking about Top Boy. Oh yeah, just, yeah. I just binged. Yeah. Did like, you? Like an idiot, and like knowing I've been very disciplined about getting up every morning early to do the writing in the morning and all yeah. that kind of stuff but i'm spinging on these shows then when i'm supposed to be asleep and it's a disaster and and it's you like it's not like your partner's staying up with you it's all me yeah it's all me i well, mean she does have a, she has a weird habit of like i'll go i'll watch i'll watch my show on my laptop and you can have the tv room and have the big tv and the couch and the fire and all and that's fine and she'll still watch it on her phone sometimes isn't that weird I'm like, she likes to sit in the toilet and just watch on her phone <laughs> She loves it. You told everyone. Yeah, that. I was just gonna say. Yeah. Yeah, oh shit! I shouldn't That's have done. Not gonna go but it happened. Well. It happened last night that we were. Um, we got hooked on. I realized because nobody really has TVs anymore because she's not from. Uh, well, you know, I mean, it, I mean, old school TV yeah, yeah, like hooked into the yeah. into the 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 national broadcaster and watching yeah. all that crap. And so I realized that culturally, she would understand a lot of. Uh, ireland by watching rte because she's yeah, never she never watches so i just put on the player and i was like let's just watch some irish shows because she's here like coming up to three years and she's never seen anything on it um and uh we watched the first dates show have you seen oh yeah it's so yeah. good it's so much fun oh it's so much fun. that's what i've heard i've never yeah. watched it it's yeah. so it's so nice because it's like it's you know it's low budget crappy looking irish tv yeah but it's the people that make it of course because yeah. it's just I- irish people and um some of it is like absolute car crash because you're kind of watching going oh my god but did i ever say that did i ever do that kind of thing you know and you know these people so well as soon as you see them yeah uh, and then i mean generally the most heartwarming emotional love stories are older people that have lost somebody or... That'll that be like, me yeah. shortly. I'll be on the <laughs> no, show. You're in love. Did your partner pass away? No, I just thought <laughs> no. I'd go on first dates. I, I just would like a date. Yeah, I just wanted to go on a date. I haven't... We don't really... We're past that point in our relationship where we do this. So I just thought, is that okay? Can I still be here? I'm sorry, security. Get her out of here. Your poor lover, Jenna. Oh, uh, <laughs> we have to call. We have to call yeah. him that. We, My poor we lover. can't say can't say his name. Jesus. Your poor it's lover. It's like something like some kind of 1960s like folk ballad. Yeah. My poor lover. Yes, that's true. Uh, My poor lover. I went on our show. I went on to RTE and never came home. Oh, <laughs> you have to start of something yeah. brilliant there, Stephen. I really, I implore you, please uh, run with it. Okay, just uh, on the update because we're getting back to the, we're 17 minutes into the phyllo pastry okay just we so still you know. got time we got time yeah, yeah um well i think that's a great idea what you're doing with your partner 
and that you yeah have her watch some of the tv because i things like it's not on anymore but the savage eye oh i always thought it's all on the player now on the player it's all on rt player you just download the app and you can uh you can you can watch it that way but it's uh i become deathly quiet <laughs> download the app so, oh god yeah really i don't but you use netflix yeah i know but it's on the tv oh my phone okay is... have you got the internet on the tv uh, I don't think so. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. I don't know how that works. Because you basically, if you can have a... a you can download things onto the TV. Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a look at this after. But basically, I can't <laughs> yeah, believe I'll take that. a look at it, yeah. There's also a leak in the bathroom sink. Could you look at the, that, too? <laughs> the RT player is just a website, which is for free for everybody here. Just don't tell the TV license inspector. You go onto it, and you can watch most RTE shows that have been down the years and the Savage Eye is all there oh is it yeah um, interesting I, and I did a, did I, t- I did a sketch with Dave lives yeah. not far from where you live did I, did I tell you about that sketch I don't think you did we actually did it at the end of this road oh did you yeah we I know st- he lives back there we did stand up comedy for people stuck in traffic like a month ago <laughs> people are stuck in that. traffic and we knock on the window and do a show and film that and he put it all over his Instagram oh that's brilliant I'll show it to you it was funny yeah um, but the Savage Eye I was watching it all again recently going holy shit there's no way he'd be allowed to make that it's, today. it's wicked it's, it's wicked yeah there are things on there it's like <laughs> that's not right oh shiz <laughs> yeah but you know that's a great way to find out about a certain aspect of Irish culture oh yeah totally yeah. so um, the mean part of yeah. Irish culture yeah yeah Savage uh, yeah well anyway okay so yes Netflix and um, Aside from the RTE player and that gripping viewing, <laughs> actually, this isn't on Netflix, but we recently watched um, Succession. Succession, yes, you mentioned this to me. Yes, which just won a bunch of Golden Globes, like oh. Brian Cox won. Did, oh. Have you heard of it? I don't think I have. Girl, you got to get on yeah. this, okay? <laughs> what I'm saying right now is... I might have heard of it. This yeah. is like some like fish fist chomping kind really? of tense it's a it's a whole thing it's like a family dynasty uh-huh. a guy brian cox who is the patriarch of this huge family well not huge four kids and <laughs> uh he owns like um a media empire right they're like top of the game and it's all about his children kind of manipulating and moving for succession to take over from him okay and they're awful awful rich americans they're little bastards to each other and you hate them but at the same time you can't help but get sucked in and you start taking sides oh you do and then you change sides and then yeah it's amazing it's it's really gripping and it's really tense we just but in regards to blasting through uh with binge watching we did that over the weekend. Like we both got really into it, wow. and then come three o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning, it's like finishing season two and just going, "What do we do now with our lives?" Oh, I, I mean, know. it really is because season of those. three hasn't been made yet. Yeah, I don't know if they've just started airing it or what the case is, but it's on Sky or something. We had somebody put it on some small device that we then stuck in the TV. I don't really know how that works. Anyway, the boyfriend took a, care UC, of all that. a USB key and you yes. stuck it on the TV. Ah. Oh. Wow, right. I must try to find it. So, okay, Succession, and it's on Sky normally. I think so. I think it's Sky or HBO or... I I was given a website uh, over the weekend. I didn't actually check it out yet, but apparently it has everything on it. Oh, is it one of those? Yeah. Will it riddle your computer with syphilis or whatever? (laughs) I mean... I haven't tried it yet. So, so Succession, two seasons, what, 12 episodes a season? 10, maybe. 10, oh my God. I can't quite remember. It is a commitment, 20 hours, at least, I presume an hour long episode? Yeah. Wow. And totally worth it. And Kieran Culkin's in it. Macaulay's brother. Oh, and right. And he's a foul-mouthed little shit, and you cannot help but love him. Wow. He's awful. He, oh, right. And the other one who's from this side is um, Matthew McFadden, who was in Ripper Street, and he okay. was like played Mr. Darcy in one of the right. you know Jane Austen things. Yes. Anyway, very brooding. And he is like a degenerate Tom Hanks in this. I mean, he's, it's unbelievable. If you know him and what he does as an actor, this will be something that will just completely blow your mind. You've right. never seen what an, an about face. But anyway, yeah. So he's flipped, he's flipped his, the narrative on what he normally plays. Yeah. Which I kind of feel, I don't know if you saw it, Hugh Grant did it in the new Guy Ritchie film. Oh, I haven't <clears> seen <throat> that. And the only reason I want to see that film is because of Hugh Grant. I love him. He's, I, he, 
plays a character that I've certainly never seen him play before, and Brilliant. that's why he kind of did like a sleazy, horrible individual that yeah. you want to punch the head off and it's just like wow who we all see that's who we think Hugh Grant is in yes, real life exactly. we've all suspected it but then but you see this guy and he's an absolute snake oh I love it I must go see yeah that. yeah it's great okay. it's great it's a yeah, very okay. well written like a standard guy Richie like plot wise you're kind of following through all the what's going to happen next yeah, yeah. loads of reveals over the course of the whole thing but yeah Hugh Grant was brilliant in it okay Br- well it'd be hard to top him in Paddington too that's all I'm saying <laughs> You laugh. Is he in Paddington too? Shut the fuck up. Did I've you seen not the first see one. that? No. Please. <clears throat> it's like the babe. Does he play himself or is he a voice? in the city. Right. Like the first and second ones. Yeah, okay. Was the second one more brilliant? Yes. Possibly. Paddington 2 is the godfather. Right. Is the second godfather one better two. than the first? <laughs> Very possibly. And he's in go- it. He's the villain. Oh, is and he? He is this over-the-top kind of panto sort of creation he's so great and the final scene is just you can only but be in awe we are getting all you're getting all the tips here guys with jenna see what happens yeah jenna spends a lot of time doing the research for you my (laughs) dear viewers i hope you appreciate it listeners (laughs) yeah and listeners yes so succession is the one to check out on the netflix get succession get paddington 2 and it's all happening stay away from the agatha christie don't do the Agatha Christie updated Poirot ones reboot. Yeah, right, yeah reboot. I took the hit for you on that one. Yeah, thank you, so, Jenna. I appreciate not a problem, it. Not a problem. Uh, mm? So you are doing veganery. I am doing that only a little bit, like this particular one that I'm making. But like, I, was just I, I made mac and cheese last week, and let oh, me re- tell you, that was real cheese. Wow, yeah. I don't think I told you about this, but my girlfriend <clears throat> has made gluten-free, dairy-free mac and cheese, and it is delicious. Is it? Yes. Did she make you say that? No. Okay, because no. you kind of said that. Because like, maybe you were scared. No, because yeah. what happened was, like, because she wouldn't be, like, because she is a nutritionist, but she wouldn't, she, like, isn't into veganism and all that kind of stuff. She's like, what, you know, like, yeah, she yeah. hates all that crap. And we, we do eat a lot of crap in our house, unfortunately. But... <laughs> She did see the recipe. That's what happened. She looked at the recipe and she thought, oh, this mightn't be that bad, actually. Mm-hmm. And she made it and it is tasty. There's tasty no, AF. There's t- yeah, <laughs> there is like, um, it's there's no butter in it. It's made with, with coconut oil and um, I think it's almond milk is in there uh-huh. and then garlic and salt and all that. And that's what makes the cheesy texture, essentially. And something, it, honestly, honestly, I will post, I will say it all the time, I never do. I will I post do. the recipe. Yeah, do post that. And the details of this podcast. Interesting. How is a mac and cheese? Did you make mac and cheese? That's just the packet stuff. When I was a kid, yeah, right, yeah, that would have been oh, oat cuisine, right? Yeah, that was delicious. Yeah, but as an adult, you move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I decided, um, what will clog my arteries the fastest? <laughs> oh, look, I found a recipe. So cream, uh, right. a pound of cheese, um, wow, butter, the onion, the garlic, yeah. The pasta it was not gluten-free bitches okay that, that was amazing i have to say because i've tried to make that kind of mac and cheese in the past and it's always been a stone cold disaster really i don't, I don't know what it is it always comes out dry and crunchy. you'd have to get you yeah you'd have to get the measurement uh the the it's like baking you'd have to get all the, yeah. the size of the chemistry of that right because something might overtake the other i really think it's the whole thing like why i fail at lasagna because i can never <laughs> get like those sheets of pasta like to parboil oil them or whatever it is you do anyway i just cooked the shit out of the macaroni threw it in there with all the cheese and the cream and everything and baked it and oh my god oh lest i forget to mention the breadcrumb topping oh adding another texture in there i'm telling you a crunch on top that was something and of course the boyfriend who doesn't eat any of what i just mentioned god uh, damn you lover and so (laughs) no i'm say thank you because i got to eat it all Uh, my my jeans no longer fit properly but that is beside (laughs) the point yeah. So this week we're going vegan just to balance things So it's this out. week. It's not even just this month. Yeah. yeah, just one week. Come on. January's hard enough. Let's oh not my make it harder. G- it's fucking brutal. I'm really struggling. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you today. Uh, Stephen, I feel like, though, you say that every time we do a podcast. That's true. Your struggles yeah. are eternal. I'm having a bad day. and I, Oh, I did start therapy. Thank you very much. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I, I love how that was somehow an accusation at me <laughs> that you didn't ask, Jenna. Yeah. Like, no, it wasn't. Okay. No. I don't usually no. lead with Happy New Year. How's well, if I the am, therapy? <laughs> no, all the listeners know. I started last. Um, 
I think, yeah, beginning of December it must have been. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's about, yeah, I'm going at least a month. Yeah, yeah. All right. But it's going. It's going. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I find that moment, I, I suppose it depends on the, on the therapist. This week, or this, the past week gone was the first time that she said, so how was your week? I'm like, thank you. At least that gets it started. Because sometimes she'll just sit down and then we'll just be sitting there in silence. I'm like, it's a so. Tactic. Is it? Yeah, it is. No, what? no, no. That's a, that's a talk therapy tactic. God damn. I'm going to say that turn up. Well, what's that, what's, what's that tactic for? It's just to see it's, if he's comfortable. Because it draws you out. I mean, it does. It makes you nervous. It's a bit of a power play, but it's a legitimate thing. It is a power play. That's what it feels like. Yeah, no, but it's it does get you to sit there and think, what is it I want to say? Right. You know, what is it that I want to bring to the table for this week's conversation? Yeah. Much like us. I think you're yeah. always the first one to speak, Stephen, because I? at the top of this podcast, I'm psyching you out. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, wow. but it is. Like, I've had therapists, and the, it's so fucking annoying, because you just sit there, and you're like, I would like you to start. You do the things. And sometimes it's even like, what were we working on, and what were we talking about last week that you kind of want to go, can we bring it back there? Yeah, so yeah, but can... you can but that's the whole point yeah. is that you're there you're paying the money i mean mm. ultimately you know you're the one who can direct which way it's going to go yeah so do it yeah, yeah. own it Stephen. own your yeah. therapy i mean th- th- this week this week she um start she, yeah she's she just so how was your week i'm like yeah thank god for that because I don't, <laughs> I don't think i have a an issue with generally talking but um no in therapy <laughs> um, but or or well just i'll be talking about what if i'm struggling with something i don't think i'm generally skirting around it i'm always trying to figure it out yeah so that's what i use the therapy for i'm always mm. kind of go do you think this or do you think that or blah blah and i kind of work it out uh that way and then she suggests jokes to me i'm like wow this is i'm not paying you for that <laughs> no she doesn't no she did you're she, joking no no you're she did she did oh she did. no <laughs> no she didn't suggest a joke it was just it was oh, I, I, i'll tell you off off the air but okay, it was, okay. a, it yeah, was yeah, i was yeah. a certain project that i'm working on i was going to name it one way and then she thought of a pun for the name that i was already doing and i was like wow yeah. oh That's my not god what I, pay, pay I, you I was like i was like laughing so much that i was like fucking hell do you want to join the marketing department she's like well you know it's a uh, you know no <laughs> where's she from <laughs> yeah that's i can't remember it's one of the l's in eastern europe lithuania latvia or lithuania yeah Ooh. i could never remember which one but um <laughs> that was one of her introductions. My name is blah blah. You won't be able to pronounce my uh, name. Probably most people don't. And I'm from uh, Latvia. That's why my accent. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that explains accent. No, I wasn't. Not that I wasn't interested, but it wouldn't be something I'd say to someone like, "Oh, where are you? Where are you from? Yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Let's I thought just that, get it out of the way. I thought it was funny, and I like that. I think that there's some there's a uh, an aspect to her character because uh, of where she's culturally from. Probably that she's quite like. She yeah, can I was be like say, that. that might be some tough love therapy there. I feel like she'd come down pretty hard yeah. on certain things. I mean, certain things, like yeah. she's like, you know, it's, um, you know, I, I have a joke about it in my head, but I haven't actually said it or written it out. But it's, it, was, it's, it kind of feels like sometimes you might say something. She goes, yes, your mother's a cunt. I get it. And it's like, okay, <laughs> uh, I wasn't going that far, whatever. Yeah, Jeremy yeah. It's like, well, how could you not feel like this? She was an <laughs> idiot, you know, kind of. <laughs> um so, but yeah, it can be a little bit like boom, boom. And uh, then there was, yeah, there was a few, sometimes they go down roads and you're kind of going, nah, nah, that's not, that, that's not what I mean. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. That's not what I'm saying with that. And you're going down this, investigating this whole road. I'm like, nah, come on, I'm paying by the hour here. Let's get back on topic. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Although at the same time, sometimes you go down those roads and it does lead you to a place and you're like, oh. That makes some sense. Yes. Yeah. There Shit, is it's that. 31 minutes. Oh, Sorry. No. Pause, pause. Okay, Sorry. everybody pause. <laughs> Philo is out of the oven. Okay, we're out of the oven. We're all good. <laughs> we're all out of the safe. oven. What's So tell us about it. What's uh, Are you happy? Have you made yeah. this one before? I haven't. This is a new one. I'm just saying, have you seen Have you seen it from this angle? Because I can see the glass casserole and there's quite a, quite the gap between the, the, the food at the bottom and the pastry in the top. Oh, is no. Is that I supposed think... to happen or no? Oh, I think that's where the stuffing or the, the filling is squooging out. Oh. I think. God, I hope so. Anyway, it's nice and golden and puffy on it the It looks top. very puffy, I have yeah. to say. So it's beautiful. I, I'm hoping it all got cooked through. Otherwise, it's going to be a bit soggy. Mm. Anyway, 
Well, that was fascinating. So, sorry, our... are we having that or is that for the lover when nope. he comes home? No, You're we're not having not that. not having that. Okay. Nope. <laughs> sorry, Stephen. <laughs> Get the your tax, paws off my... The taxi man dog. on the way over here yeah. said, do you want me to go past uh, Leo Bordock? So, like, I got on Kevin Street and I was like, I just, my reply straight away was like, you bastard, you make me think about chips now. And I was like, <laughs> now I have them in my head that I'm going to have them on the way home. <laughs> oh, but you are. Delicious. I think I am now, yeah. Yeah. It's a cheap dinner. Fuck it. That's, why not? Yeah. Um... I can't remember what we were talking about before we paused, and now the the listeners are going to go and those assholves they don't pay attention to anything exactly. That they're doing. Although they're to probably them, to them it's just therapy. a second. It's therapy. Thank we were, you. We were talking about your therapy, right. and you know what? If we had forgotten, I think the viewers would have been like, "Oh, okay, they've moved on. Thank God, I wasn't ready to go down that path." <laughs> it's, it's not. There's nothing deep. It's not that deep. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but you're doing it. I'm doing it. That's the thing. And how often are you going? You were saying? once a week. Once a week. Okay. That's normal, isn't it? Yeah. It is normal. Yeah, yeah you're in it. Yeah. Sure. I'm doing it. I don't even know how long. I, like, I don't know how long these things last for. And, like, there's definitely been two or three weeks where I've been, like, beforehand going, I don't know, what the fuck am I going in here for? Yeah. Um, and then, because I like, genuinely feel I have nothing to talk about. Now, this coming Thursday, I think I've got, okay, yeah, I can talk about X, Y, and Z. And then last week, previous to the session, I was like, oh, I've had a really positive week. I mm. focused on things that feel really good. And it was just a wank off for an hour then, just how happy I was at how things had gone, you know? So, like... What good is that? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, how did you find... I'm curious about how you found this woman. Um, I, For some reason in my head, her name is Dagmar. Yeah, I I just don't want to say her name just in case. No, of course yeah, you I, don't. Sorry. Don't say her name. Um, but it's... Uh, she's, but I, it's Susan. It's <laughs> Susan from Latvia. Um, um, so what about her? Um I think she's. I think she's quite empathetic. Yeah, but I mean, how did you like? Did you just put your finger oh, I, I, on a phone book number? Yes, yeah, yeah. And the and you get assigned somebody, and you see how and you see, and, you, and uh, you get an appointment, and you kind of just decide if you want to keep going with that with that individual, oh, okay. or you could change around or whatever. Okay. So you're just giving somebody. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Um, uh, I funnily enough, I've been to like. Oh, actually, this is my first female therapist. I was going to say I probably would prefer a woman, but that now I've realized she is a woman. Yes, she is a woman. <laughs> but I've realized the other two previous. Why did I not say it was a woman? No, no. but oh, I, a woman. you prefer. I would prefer a woman. And then you've just been talking about a woman, so I thought, oh, no, but is I he just realized a breakthrough right now. <laughs> no, the breakthrough is that I realized that the previous two um, uh, therapists that I've had when I've had therapists in my life were both men. Okay, right. Um, but I probably would prefer to speak to a woman. I don't know why. Oh, that's interesting. I think there's more sensitivity going on there no matter what. Like, even though you can get very sensitive men, it's just sometimes it's just like a male blockage that you don't... Um, you're not going to open up as much, maybe. I yeah. Don't know. Okay. You're right. I can. I take your point there. That's. Yeah. It's just even though the guy hasn't done anything wrong, it's just that there's. He's a, he's a dude. He's a dude. Yeah. yeah you yeah. don't. You don't talk like that with dudes. Yeah. Yeah. For no. I some get that. Stupid reason. Yeah. Ca- caveman reason. Um. Mm-hmm. But uh. But yes. So she's very. She's she's very nice. She's very um. I've definitely caught, I, I like catching her a few times. I've definitely caught her a couple of times like, uh, oh, you weren't concentrating there. Drifting off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I caught you drifting. <laughs> uh, I caught her once. But like, I, I mean, she is probably in a split second. If you were to watch a film of it, nobody would notice it. But I'm just, maybe I'm just hypersensitive to it or something. I was yeah. like, yeah, you definitely weren't listening there. And the other thing is sometimes because she knows I'm a comedian, sometimes this has happened. This happens a few times. Um, it happened in Portugal a lot when Inez would introduce me to people and she'd say that I'm a comedian they'd all laugh at everything that I'm saying and I'm like I'm not being <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't a joke I'm like oh he's so funny I was just like I say good morning I like, know. <laughs> <laughs> so she's not that bad but there's a few times where she like pits herself and then she just I shouldn't like she completely visibly checks herself in front of me and kind of like goes sorry sorry, sorry like that it's um, hard to make your therapist laugh if they know <laughs> that they that you have that in your life there is something about it, like, because I've I've experienced that before. The last time I was in therapy, and it was we talked about like the acting and how I wasn't acting, and I'm you know mm. this and that and what that means. And uh, you're kind of trying out a little material, you know. You oh, just, really? Because yeah, yeah. Like for me, it's a thing that you do. You want people to like you. You probably and, are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I you agree. Just, you just kind of make jokes, and you you want people to laugh because you know we're so fucking needy that it's like yeah. we just want that energy. But I could tell. She just she wasn't having any of it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a she real was... it was a real case of like, uh, okay, well, let's just try to stay focused, you know. And she really wouldn't, she okay. wouldn't let me go off on these little flights of fancy because essentially, what are you doing? But you're creating like 
uh, a diversionary tactic. Yes. You're yeah. not dealing with your real feelings yeah. and you're making a little joke instead. Yes. So, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's why comedians are comedians because they've learned how to do that in life. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, you know, so they, you know, you can make anything funny because you're just getting out of talking about something. Exactly. Which is literally the reason I got into comedy rather than doing acting at the time was because yeah. I'm not doing this serious, dramatic, emotional stuff. I can talk about that stuff, but make it funny. Yes, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, so that is all we're doing is, uh, but she, she did like the, I remember for, in, uh, early in a couple of sessions she was like oh you're using your humor like you said because you don't want to talk about the thing <laughs> i was like, like oh, yep yeah yeah thanks for that's pointing right. that out <laughs> yeah. that's great um i see you i see you i see what you're doing there like she'll call like say it like that on it and then sometimes sometimes i laugh because something is funny i don't care if she laughs or doesn't laugh because i'm like i'm not i wasn't trying out material there or whatever like right. something is stupid yeah. or whatever and uh um like I talked about there recently, <laughs> this sounds stupid, but I called, I talked about, I made this fictional character in the story I was writing and I said uh, that he, he's like your negative, your negative, whatever, ego in your head going mm-hmm. in and he comes up and he just makes something negative out of something that, you know, on any other given day, you wouldn't make anything negative at all and that he just comes up to me and I said, this is what I said to myself, and he just creeps up and he says, hello fatty. And, and, she, and look, and I started laughing at that. She was like, is that what he called you? And I was like, uh, no, no, it's just a, it's a, but you're not, it's not true. You're not fat. And I'm like, no, and it's not, you know, I, that's one of the things I was like, then she starts really going down the manorexia route. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm like, no, he's just a dick. <laughs> it's just a little monster in your head that just goes, hello, fatty. <laughs> but it is interesting, Stephen, that you would go with that as your default. Do you oh. want to talk about that? <laughs> He didn't call you stupid or an idiot or ugly. He it's because you fat. it was because I was after Christmas and I was feeling. Look, I'm intermittent fasting again. Okay, <laughs> shut up. I've gone up a jean size. Oh, who hasn't? Who Damn, hasn't? The best of us have mac and cheese. All mac January. and cheese, motherfucker. So anyway, that's off the therapy. I, I, oh. But the, the whole laughing thing and making jokes of the stuff all the time, I went on this, there was like a men's group kind of thing that went on walks up the mountains, which <laughs> is like a whole thing of trying to spend positive time with men together, but not around alcohol. And just, and the, part of the rules of the walk were that um, no banter was one of them, which was like, and, and the guy said, what I mean by that is like, no taking the piss out of anybody else and yeah. no talking and talk in terms of I. So that you're being honest. Okay. So that you're going. And I was like, there were two decent rules. And so, like, I hadn't met all these lads, but you just go up and you introduce yourself and then you're, you're talking seriously because you know nobody you can't get... Because it's safe. Yeah, because you can't take the piss. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you have to be honest. And are these all guys who are kind of around your age? Or a, a range? I suppose. Um, there was a range. There was, there, was, there was a good few lads in there... Uh, Mid twenties, so I suppose mm. that's the generation below me, unfortunately. I say now, and uh, there was definitely lads a generation older than yeah. me as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah uh, within that range, I don't think there was. Uh, there was one lad who was the father of like a twenty-six-year-old, so he must have been in his fifties at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, So he was the. I think he was the eldest there. Okay. So that was kind of the range. And how many of you were there? There was about thirty, I think. Oh wow! Good yeah. turnout. Up in Glen Delock, we went on the twelve k hike up and around uh and uh it was just very very positive very um good to spend time with a group of fellas that again like it wasn't because i wouldn't be a big drinker anyway but yeah um it's just a, it is a negative thing men sitting in a pub having six or seven pints nothing great's coming out of that to be honest no with you. i know exactly what you mean yeah especially when i sit around with six or seven guys in a pub having oh no sorry <laughs> um but how and who is this group like how'd you get hooked up with them um the poet jeff who was on a previous podcast uh, inv- invited me he's a poet and uh, he does a lot of um and it was actually do you know this the artist mazer yeah he organized it did he? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. used to live back here too. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, there he's you go. another one of the neighborhood. You live in a quite a, there's a lot of yeah. well to do RTs types around here, Jenna. We I can't, know. we can't disclose, obviously. We can't disclose, the obviously. They'd be outside my door hollering, yeah. just, you know, <laughs> waiting to get in. Uh, yeah, that's right. He was my neighbor for a bit. Um, oh, that's great. Um, I, I like hearing that. Like, part of me, part of my brain kind of goes, Hmm, this sounds like a weird kind of men's rights thing, but yeah, but that's a, that's a, so I think part of part of what it was was definitely a vibe of people wanting to do something that so that people wouldn't be thinking that of them. Yeah, to turn up and to show that you can be a gentleman and yeah. be 
not be a dick and it's not about it, yeah it's definitely not about men's rights it's about men trying to be connecting connecting and yeah. being better and no alcohol is one of the rules of the whole so it's i think it's called dublin boys club which has started in berlin first and it's different cities around That's the great. world um but it's all so like the next one won't be a hike it's, it'll be a meditation thing okay and the the one after that somebody posted in the whatsapp group that there's a thing called a sweat lodge where they do it in yeah. the u.s whether you build it and then you go in and yeah just don't in the die sweat lodge. Yeah, yeah yeah apparently it's quite intense yeah <laughs> yeah it can be kind of dangerous yeah um <laughs> it's always great when there's an element of life and death about yeah i mean there was definitely some guys at this group that are doing this stuff non-stop for years of all parts of all these types of groups where they're just connecting in yeah and um, with men's groups and doing stuff like the sweat lodge and doing uh hikes and doing meditation stuff and and all that kind of stuff and i think it's uh, like some of the young lads said to me it's a pity that there's not more of this going on and i was going but it's great that it is it's it's great that's yeah. actually happening but there's definitely lads that from like i lived in blanchestown around the suburbs of dublin and stuff like that i know there's nothing of any positive if you're not involved in a sports yeah yeah club um or or, or ufc or mma or going to, to pub or yeah. boxing you know there has to be complexity for all the other types of people that don't yeah. go fit in those in those holes at all Absolutely. you know because um, there isn't there one there's one for older men too it's something like uh what's it called the shed or men's okay shed it's something <laughs> it's something but it's like a men men's, in the shed <laughs> yeah men in shed together yeah. uh but it's essentially for older guys who are exactly that looking to connect with yes. other men and they do something like they build sheds right okay like they you know if you have a house in a backyard and you want to just put up a tool shed or do some small yeah, kind of yeah, building yeah. project they these guys come together and everybody and they'll help yeah that's interesting because mazo was saying um that he'd like to build stuff interesting yeah and like if some uh, he said specifically if somebody's doing something why don't we all just help them do it yeah exactly and that's like yeah. an amish barn raising okay right yard. yeah but uh, because men are basically brutal at connecting that's the that's i think overall to tar us all with the same brush but we are we're really bad at connecting yeah in compa- like my girlfriend for example i walked into the kitchen today and there's a voice note coming out i thought she was listening to the radio but it was a voice note on whatsapp that her friend had sent her and she's just telling her about something that she's struggling with and then inez talks back and sends one that's, you know these are five minute long things you oh, know wow but it's a way of connecting you know that's how yeah. they how they talk to each other and wow. inez is going about her day but yet at the same time totally in conversation with her yeah. friend who's also in another country and yet they can be struggling with something or just connecting on something or talking about an issue yeah. or blah, 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 just like that. And it's just like, I wouldn't do that with the lads. It's always like... I wouldn't do that. My- <laughs> God, I'm just like, wow. Do you have a group of friends, a circle of friends that you kind of hook in with or... I'm not very... Since the book club. Sherry. Right. Um, yeah, I don't... Um, I don't know. I really struggle. This is a serious thing for me. I mean, y- yes, we should all connect. However... I really dislike this idea of how we all emote online now. Oh, yeah. And well, that's, this, yeah. this idea that like, oh, the internet is great because it keeps us all connected. Mm. But I think that there's a flip side to that in that we need to sit with ourselves. Yes. And sometimes it isn't entirely bad to, to not have resources. Absolutely. Sometimes it's just, you know what, if you're feeling sad... Sit with your sad yeah, feelings. Yeah. Now, I've probably taken that to an extreme, but um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I do have friends and it's it's hard because a couple of them are not in this country yes. and I am not the best with transatlantic communication. Um, but yeah, I mean, when things really go kind of tits up, I, I do know there are some numbers I can call locally <laughs> to be, and I don't mean Samaritans, but like for my friends, you yeah. know, and to say, I'm having a shitty day, yeah. but I, I don't know. I think I'm a bit Victorian in that I'm always very aware of my shitty day. I don't necessarily want to contaminate somebody else. And I know, yeah. I know friends, you know, say, well, you can always come to me, but it's like, actually sometimes 
it's happened to me. Friends have come to me with this stuff and I'm kind of like, I don't need your, I wasn't quite ready for this today, which probably sounds incredibly selfish, but you know, it's about how you take stuff on board. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So I don't always want to reach out because I don't know where somebody else's head is at. Yes. Maybe they're not in a place to hear what I've got to give. Yeah. So, um, and I think relate like relationships in general are a lot of work. So I think in order to have that kind of relationship where you can be, knocking on somebody's door or calling someone something's going wrong it's nearly like i well i certainly feel like well i gotta be given back to that as well i can't just be taken off the other person and then it's a lot of work and then it's easier to kind of go well i'll just deal with it myself yeah yeah no absolutely there is that kind of tit for tat thing you know at some point you're gonna have to be their friend and i'm like oh am i good at that i don't know (laughs) um but yeah i I do think a lot about this, just about how we connect and everything. I think that's great that you're doing that. Um, well, I, I mean, I've gone to one thing and it felt I felt really good after it. And I definitely was wary at the start, kind of watching watching around, going in the circle when he was chatting beforehand, kind of going, okay, who's the fucking nutter here? You know? And then you're like, <laughs> yeah. boom, boom, it's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the <laughs> <Plot> issue. <laughs> twist. Um, and who's the, yeah, who's the, who's the problem or who's going to, you know try take over or trying to but i think if the goal is just to connect with people yeah. well then that's it I, I i don't see the group having um uh how would you say an agenda or any of that kind of stuff yeah as soon as that kind of stuff starts you just don't want to be part of that you know exactly um, yeah but if you can if you can forge relationships like i know i know good people a lot of people who might be in aa and stuff like that that they find a gr- uh, like a a good um how would you say community through that a good mm. pe- friends through that but especially a once a month thing i think it's just a good and just, i mean not just the, if we were to sit down and go for uh sit down in a room and all chat I, that wouldn't work either it's the fact that we went for a hike yeah you gotta be doing you gotta something. be doing something yeah. yeah and getting out and doing fresh air and like he even said at the end well done for doing something for yourself today yeah. that was good and I'm like yeah fuck i should be hiking more you know i <laughs> yeah, should be yeah. at least taken and then i went whole hog went too far did 12k that day had to work that night on the saturday next morning had football and i was like do you know what i'm gonna run to football i'm gonna just run that 5k it's only 5k <laughs> ran to football um and it was like still well the body was still tired from the hike the previous day yeah. halfway through football my body just went to jelly yeah, yeah i was like i'm gonna run back from football as well and the last one of the lads was like no, i'll give you a lift you yeah idiot. don't be don't be <laughs> foolish yeah you don't need to be out for the rest of the week no exactly uh yeah that's the thing isn't it we get a little older and we think yeah i can do this this and this and totally like, no you need no. some recovery time yeah definitely so well, there we've covered a lot, Jenna. Well, again, we, went we from, have again from Netflix to the. I mean, I'm not getting any of this pastry, but anyway, yes. well, we can we can well, report. We'll see what we see. We can rec- <laughs> <laughs> we'll report back on the follow on uh, that in the following episode and the next episode we're going to talk about Valentine's Day, Jenna. Come yes, on, no, we are. <laughs> Can't wait. I know it's your favorite, just like mine. Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, the wonderful, the amazing Jenna Logan. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns